This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Books and podcasts are always best with a great cup of coffee. That's why we've partnered with Ligaris Roasters to create the Table of Malcontents blend. And guys, it's delicious. A smooth Brazilian roast that will make your heart happy. Head over to LagarisRoasters.com to order a bag or 12 today. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as always are Barnabas and Dave. Gentlemen, how's it going? It's not as always, though. Oh, I don't think that's as accurate. Always. Yeah. I was well, say, look. Sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's a sometimes. Sure. Our occasional co-hosts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So this is this is this is but which special. one of you is more occasional? That's that's what I want to know. Um I'm probably more occasional right now. That's true. You've yeah. got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah you guys have done a handful sort more. Of, yeah, it's sort of ebbed and flowed. Yeah. I, yeah, I travel less than I used to, mm-hmm. so I'm probably more available more often, and That's Dave true. has it's more been, obligations out of town. So. Yeah, yeah, it's been like catching you and I. You're out of town or I'm out of town, and then, hey, we've got someone in town to interview yeah. like next week. Like That's a good example. Yeah. I'm pretty – I don't have a ton of travel. That's uh, true. the end of the That's year. That's true. I mean, I'm of sure the three of us, I'm up. the one who has the most consistent travel. Yeah, that's very true. So, Which is really my own fault. So, so. we're here. All right, man. It's going to be okay. But we're here. We're here. We're together. The TriCast is alive and well. That's right. And it is weird. <laughs> it's always weird. Every yeah. time you say TriCast, I, I feel know. uncomfortable. That's because it's weird. Is it better than Tripod? Because there is actually a podcast called that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that, that's even weirder than what's usually in <laughs> yeah, my exactly, head. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. So... <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Uh, Aaron, right. what are we doing today? You, well, you have a uh, surprise. Well, right now I'm drinking some delicious Table of Malcontents blend from mm. Ligaris Roasters. So you should pick up like 37 bags of that today. Well, for the sake of fre- – unless you're planning to give like 35 of them well, of away. of course you're going to do that. For freshness sake, it's better to order like two at a time because otherwise it loses some of that, that perfection as it sits in your cabinet. So That's fair. That's fair. So – just a just a thought. It's a good listeners. Thought. It's a good thought. I ordered four the last time. We're on. We are just about to open the uh, the third bag, and I gave one away. So yeah. So yeah. If you yeah, it's if, about you, that if you're giving it away, that, that works. It's a good gift. It is a great. I gift. I have yet to give Lagar's Roasters coffee to somebody and to not have them appreciate it. Oh, so yeah. that's something. That's yeah. I need thought. to put my aura in, Hector. Do I have to email you? Do I have to text you, Hector? Hector's not listening to Hector, this. Hector, come yeah. on. <laughs> no, he's doing important things. <laughs> he's, 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 he's roasting He's roasting, roasting happiness right that's now. That's right. That's right. I like that. You know, that should really be his new tagline for, for Ligaris Roasters. <laughs> roasting happiness? Yes. There well, you go. We roast authors. So. <sighs> that's Hey-o. Hey, well done. Uh, speaking of roasting authors, um, guys, as you know, we all have a great affection for leadership books. And by affection for, I mean the exact opposite. (laughs) Affection for, I mean loathing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. If love means loathe, then we absolutely love leadership books. Let's just be honest. Yeah. So many of them, they may have some helpful helpful principles here and there, Hmm. but they work out to being about a brochure. Should have been a TED Talk. 
That's what, we, that's what we refer to. Absolutely. So I decided. Sometimes it shouldn't have been a TED Talk. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it just shouldn't have been. Sometimes like, remained a thought. Like there are book, yeah, yeah. books yeah. that should have been blogs or TED Talks. TED Talks that should have been maybe a conversation. Conversations that should have been an idea. And ideas that should have just been flushed down the toilet. And some of these are just those. Well, that's great setup for what we're doing today because we're playing a game. Leadership book or Captain Picard? I'm going to read two quotes and you have to tell me, was it from a leadership book or was it Captain Picard from Star Trek The Next Generation? Okay. One leadership quote and then we That's respond. Right. Okay. okay. All right. You ready for this? Do we, do we get bonus points if we name which leadership book it came from? What do we get out of this? I'll buy your coffee oh, after okay. this. All right, all after right, this. Okay. I'm feeling it. Let's do it. All right. right. All right. Okay. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, and do more, and become more, you are a leader. That's a leadership book. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That is a leadership yeah. book. Yeah. That's too fluffy. That sounds... Mm. Yeah. That has no I depth you, to I it. gave you a nice yeah, simple one. That's, at all. To start. All right. Well, this is, if this is like if this is the structure of like who wants to be a millionaire, you always start off with the, the gimmies and that's yeah. right. it's harder yeah. and harder. So. That's right. Okay. Right. That's right. A leader's effectiveness is in direct proportion to the degree of focus he applies to the most important of his duties. Picard. Leadership book. It was Picard. Yes. <laughs> I just I couldn't hear Patrick Stewart's voice saying those things. He is the king of memes too, right? So mm. his one meme, right? That's right. <laughs> one is yeah, like sort of the. Or, or it's that one. No, he's got the. He's got the, the whole, He's got the clap. He's. He's um, also got the. I, I delivered it to you. You know, yes, I mean, he's got a, he's got on. a lot. There's yeah. there's a lot of really good. A lot the of really the forehead, good stuff. Like head in hand is yeah, my favorite. Just because yes. it applies to d- d- so everything. many things. Yes. everything. This entire podcast, yes. really. All right. All right. Dave takes the lead. Right. What you do has far greater impact than what you say. Picard. Leadership book. And it's leadership book. Yes. It's Stephen Covey. That could have gone either way, though. I I, I hesitated. It's okay. I felt like I was going to go bold. Stephen Covey. Oh, that's a Covey, isn't it? All right. If one fails to listen to what another is saying, one will often fail to properly respond to what has been said. I'm going Picard on that one. I am too. That one's a Picard. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that line. The, right. I, it, it's fascinating to me that Picard speaks in like that that third person neutral. Yeah. Yes. If one does this and this and like, who's he lecturing? Him, uh, the, the the audience, the bridge, the audience, of course, the bridge Just of the, the bridge. Enterprise, yes. the bridge, absolutely. All right, oh, real quick, do you like uh, Kirk or Picard better? Um, I like them both for different reasons. They're very different captains. They're very different captains. Okay, they're very different. All right. So, all right. Qu- remind me to ask you a question about those okay. that, that series slash movies okay. when we're done with this game. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got one. I got. I got uh, two more for us for this time. All right. For this time. All right. It takes twenty years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. Uh, that's, that's a leadership book. book. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Gave you a gimme. Which there one was that? That was Warren Buffett. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 
A leader who seeks to distinguish himself at the expense of the innocent should first dig two graves. Indeed, wrongful destruction of another's reputation will soon become the death of one's own. I'm going to go with Picard based on grammatical structure alone. That's a Picard. In the future, don't alternate. I wasn't. You completely alternate. <laughs> no, there was a couple of times okay. I didn't. Maybe I just alternated my guesses. You did alternate your guesses. You know, it makes me happy that I yeah. I don't know leadership books well enough to peg all of those. Also That's makes true. me happy I don't know Star Trek well enough to peg all of those. Likewise. I feel like I'm in a healthy place. Yeah, you're in a good place. So we'll do this again. We'll do this again another time. Here's my question. So, uh, you brought up the Captain Kirk, Captain Picard thing. They have recently, over the last whatever five ish years, remade or kind of relaunched the Star Trek series with Chris yes. Pine as the new Captain Kirk. Yes. If they were going to do that mm-hmm. with, uh, with replacing Captain Picard, which I realize Ooh. is tough because Patrick Stewart has been the same age for about 35 years. He has. So replacing him, 40, yeah. replacing him at this point is a bit unnecessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if they were going to, who is an apt replacement for him? Because I think who Chris is, Pine who is English as well. Uh, an Englishman anything. playing can, a Frenchman? Sure, why can, not? Right, who, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what always happens. Every Englishman plays everything else. Les and if you're American, you just <laughs> assume that everybody who's not American has an English accent. So yeah. Correct. And everybody who's from another planet has an English accent. Also so, true. Um, we really believe in the colonial, colonialization of the Brits as long as it's not here. <laughs> um, so... Who plays the British Frenchman, Jean-Luc Picard, in the relaunch? So it's got to be someone who can pull off being bald. Yes. Um, oh, okay. That, that, uh, I mean, there's always handsome, but not like... But, of, but of not like movie sort of, star handsome. Right, like a, a, a suave, intellectual sort of appeal as opposed to like a... Like just sort of the raw masculinity of uh, Captain Kirk. Hmm. You know, it's funny. My, I immediately went to Benedict Cumberbatch, and I started imagining him bald. I'm like, whoa, nope. that's going to – No, he has no chin. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Tom Hardy? Well, Tom Hardy did actually play um, a young clone of him in a movie. It was a terrible movie. He – Tom Hardy's a strong choice. Here's the thing about Tom Hardy, though. Like he's he has a little bit more of like that. Just beefy. Yeah, he's just like the palpable like that guy's a badass. Yeah. Yep. He. I mean, he Um, can play smart guys, but he he walks in here just like he's gonna break someone's arm. Absolutely. Okay, hold on, because you know, all right, Idris Elba. (laughs) Let's just shake it up a little bit here, a little bit. Just he's, well, he's he rumored be to be Bond, right? One of the, he would be you better know? as a it, replacement for Avery Brooks as Captain Cisco in one of the other shows. Ad, he Idris Elba as a as an actor would crush it. Oh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. And I don't he, know enough about Picard, by so, the way. I'm throwing these okay. out here. Here's, here's, throwing the, so here's, here's what's throwing me off as well: is uh-huh. that uh, who's was it James McAvoy who played Doctor X mm-hmm. in all of the. Yes. So I'm, I'm being thrown James off a little Moore. bit by that. So, he, I mean, I was going to throw him out as, well, if you wanted to play it safe, you could always go with yeah. James McAvoy. But I don't think he has who's, the gravitas to pull it off. Who's the actor who played Beast in those? The blue guy, Glass. Nicholas uh, Holt. I think uh, he would be a great, potentially, Captain Picard. He could. He could. Yeah. 
I don't know if he's British. He, he is. He is. He is. Because he, yeah. he plays an he American. In, he, was in, he was in he about, about a the, boy. He also played Tolkien. He did. Yeah. That's right. In the, which uh, I didn't see because which, I was really afraid and, that uh, it would suck. And yeah. from the reviews, it apparently really sucked. Oh, that's a shame. What about Rafe Fine? Ralph? Ralph. Ralph? It's Rafe. It's Rafe. That's how you pronounce it. Check it. Check it. What do we, I don't know if we're talking about the same person. Rafe Fine. The, it's not Ralph Fines. It's Rafe Fine. That's how you say it. It's, not, it's definitely Rafe. <sighs> he could he Hold could do on. it. Ralph Nathaniel Twistleton Wickham Fines <laughs> is an English actor from – all right. Was there – He could pull it off. You think so? He he's pull too it off. creepy. He, he's he, well. He plays. Well, you know, if he, think wasn't, about if him he in like, wasn't creepy, uh, he could pull it off. Yeah. He. I mean, it. Okay. So the, yeah, if he shaved his, if he shaved his head and facial hair, he would. He would have the look and like the gravitas. But he always plays scary people. True. Or um, even when he plays nice people, you're like, yeah, but don't let him near an elementary yeah. school. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. How do you pronounce this guy's name now? I'm I know you have to all right. Uh all right, hold on. I don't I don't disbelieve oh actually here's a picture of him with a nearly shaved head and he on IMDB he looks strikingly like mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart. This is what I'm saying. Rafe, it's fines. Sorry, it does go by fines. Sorry, I thought it was fine. I thought the I was pretty was sure fine. the fines Rafe, was right. Rafe fines. It's fine. <laughs> There you um, go. All right. Well, that, we yeah. don't need to go on and on I about think that. that was, it just, uh, yeah. It it just dawned on me because you brought up both, and I was like, well, Chris Pine's done a pretty adequate job of he had. Well, I mean, because except he, he's Chris Pine. Well, but I mean, here's the thing: Chris Pine isn't trying to play William Shatner because William Shatner can only be William Shatner, right? Um, and William Shatner, he kind of he plays he, William he, Shatner, he plays himself, <laughs> which then which yeah. created Captain. Right. Hart. But what? So the way, reason that that Pine sells it is because he's just embraced its embraced cocky swagger, and that's him. Yes. From every movie that he's in, it's like. Charisma and swagger all day long. But. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we came up with some options. We came up with some options. We're going to do another round of this on a future episode. Yes. um, And it'll be fun. We'll shake it up I like the remaking movie projections. It's always fun to think about that. Absolutely. So I did see it's uh, Princess Bride is not going to happen as a remake. Praise Praise baby Jesus. the Lord. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. That would that that would have been a did, news this did, you, did you see the, such revolt? Did you when see they the, were talking the, about it? The very perfect Carrie Elwes tweet about it, it was amazing. <laughs> what did he say? Yeah, read it. Yeah, so can, there was yeah. there was the headline that yeah. just said, you know, rumors out there that prominent Hollywood director is going to remake Princess Bride. He retweeted and said, "There are a shortage of perfect movies in the world. It would be a pity to damage this one." It was, and it was a play on one of his best lines in yes. the movie. Which is so. also directly pulled from the book. Absolutely. So, yeah. Just yes. to, to just a it just goes to show that it doesn't need to be remade because yeah. everybody. Yes. Like, I think it got retweeted like a hundred thousand times or something. Something I mean, like that. Everybody who saw it was like, it's been "That is perfect." It's That's been a, re- there's a shortage of perfect tweets it's been, too. It's been retweeted a hundred and thirty-two thousand times. Yeah. Brilliant. Wow. Brilliant. Wow. That's I love it. Crazy. Okay. I That's love it. Fun. Okay. 
All right. So, so we are doing Goodreads questions we to follow are. up with that, which is good. That's so. good. So I got to ask you questions. Now you guys get to ask. Absolutely. All right. This is fire, one fire that hit me when I was big surprise walking the dog. And I think I, that's why I tweeted it on the run. But it was – and we got some good response. So uh, the listeners have, have answered a lot of them, have, but uh, we haven't. So Because mm. I really wasn't sure. I didn't know my own people. Yeah. So here's the question. All right. So if you have your own Fellowship of the Ring. Sure. You got three people, three characters you love. Stick with books, but I'm okay with movies. Um, we'll try to stick with books because yeah, book, it's a books podcast and, about books. Absolutely. And so, making fun of you. But that's – thank you. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to violate this already. So anyway, I already have like someone in my head who's definitely a movie <laughs> character. So, But we're going to roll with that. That's Maybe fine. it was a book. It's kind of like Die Hard. We didn't know it was a book until you told us. Okay. So there you go. All right. So who do you got? Who are your three people? Wait, what is – what is the objective? Are we trying to destroy the you're, ring? You're yeah, trying to destroy the ring. But you only okay. get three okay. just to keep it simple. Right. We don't right? need a yeah, fellowship of do, the nine. Yeah, would be, we can't do that. I don't even I can't remember nine characters' right. names. Three. All right. Uh that's a good one. Aaron, do you have three? I'm Riddle. still thinking about it. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you want me to lead? Yes, yes. All right. I do. So all right. Yeah, asked um, and answered. All right. Uh, so I kept thinking I want some variety here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um and so I'm gonna start with you know, it's funny. Everyone's responses were very amusing. So go back on Twitter, check out Malcontents because you get a lot of people who shared some pe- some characters. I had no idea who were, so I didn't mm-hmm. know whether to compliment you or not. But I thought it was fun. But others thought it was fun. So here's who I got. Um, I got Clark from the Tom Nan- uh, Tom Clancy novels, who's like he. So in the movie, uh, in the movies for Jack Ryan, he would be. Clear and present danger. He's Willem Dafoe's character mm. in the. Uh, uh, no, he's great. He's like the specialist killer, but he has his own set of stories as well. Yeah, and he's like the master of weaponry and everything else. So the point is, he knows how to use the tools. There you go. Quick timeout. Are we allowed to pick characters from nonfiction books? Sure, sure. D- okay, anything cool. goes. Just, check, just anything checking. goes. Right, I mean. I didn't want to get like shouted down for a rule I didn't know existed. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm leaving this. That's okay. done. I'm leaving right, it open ended. Cool. So I'll just start with one. But if you if you want to, do you want to go now or do you want to finish? Yeah, finish. I'll up. finish. All right. Yeah, keep going. I'm gonna throw. In, I'm gonna put eleven from Stranger Things. All right. I'm, I feel like she's got powers. Uh huh. And uh, they can be used wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking like you can't choose anyone from Lord of the Rings. So I thought who's someone who's kind of like it who we could use those skills. But okay. isn't actually from that time uh, or uh, place, whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then I'm going to mix it up a little bit here. I'm going to go with 1980s Schwarzenegger playing Commando. <laughs> That's Because it's the most ridiculous. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. I remember I mean, that movie. Have, have you, Barnabas? It's the best. It's like watching Predator. It's the same theme. But imagine him. Every 80s movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger was the same dang movie. Commando is so funny because, like, there are scenes where, like, he'll be storming a house trying to rescue his daughter. And there's 20, like, enemy uh, soldiers shooting at him. All of them shooting at him. Mm-hmm. He nails every one of them. They miss him completely. He doesn't have a scratch on himself. The bad the guy's school of shooting. Oh, it's there so fun. It's, it's the joy from my childhood. I know there's others. I really didn't think too deeply about this, but I, I thought uh, I was going with weaponry and special powers. So there you go. That's who I got. All right. Uh, all right, what you I, got? All right, I've got uh, – I'm going to go with uh, Dick Winters. Okay. Uh, yeah. Band of Brothers. Is he going to be your leader? 
I think you would probably just gravitate that just way. Gravitate, I think I would, would instinctively follow. So okay, that's good. Um, I'm gonna go with what is the guy's name? It's um, it's from the book Papillon, which is also Papillon. nonfiction, but it's about a uh, Henri Cherrier is his name. He is a Frenchman who was imprisoned in uh, the Caribbean. On and escaped like four times, like escaped from four different prisons until he was able to set up life like in Panama. And so, but the thing that he did is he always took fellow prisoners with him and saw them to safety as much as it was up to him. So like the, it's the whole book is as much about like friendship and loyalty mm-hmm. as it is escape. Cause he's not like a psychopath. He was falsely accused. Okay. And, uh, so what, what time frame is this? Like late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. So it was when there was still sort of a French colonialization of parts of like fr- fr- uh, parts of the the tropics and Caribbean. Um, mm-hmm. So let's see, it'd be those two, and man, I, th- who, I need somebody fun, somebody who's going to keep things lighthearted. So um, is mm-hmm. this going to be like? Uh, uh, so you need, what do you want, like Kevin Hart with you? No, that type of you don't not side not not. No, but like every so here's the thing. I'm thinking about all the people who are like get the job done, and most of them mm-hmm. are are like emotionally damaged people who are bad at conversation, and like they did, you know. So you get like Walt Longmire mm-hmm. or Gabriel Elon or these different like seminal, you know, Harry Bosch, and you're like those no. Yeah, but what if you're... I don't want to go? I don't want to go spend like nine months with those guys trying to. Burn but a what ring. if you're the comedy, uh, the comic relief in this group? But the problem is, I then have. Th- well, the first two I mentioned are both fairly human people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Very Man. human people. That's right. <laughs> As opposed that's right. to. That's true. Because what's funny is we have not, uh, I've not heard any like, I mean, Eleven's been as wild as it's gotten so far. So you've got some crazy ones, I know. <laughs> Like you're gonna be, you know, the pressure you're gonna be like, like, you're gonna be like flying around on a magic I mean, dog in the yeah, never-ending say, story or something. I could what pick, I could pick like I know Black Panther, or Spider-Man, or whatever. But I feel like that's cheating. Like I'm, you know, that, that yeah, that feels yeah, that feels lame to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> feels lame to me. I mean, I guess hey. we're gonna look at that way. Sure, okay. All right, let's see. Uh, I'll Keep go. going. So the Jack Ryan's a possibility. He came uh-huh. up earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, um, he gets pushed around a lot, though. That's why I started with Jack Ryan, then I went to Clark. I'm like, well, Clark's right. the one who gets it done. So, mm-hmm. But I'm Jack sorry. is sort of like the – he's the analyst guy. Like he's sort of – he he discovers okay. the ways to get things see, done. So you got a leader. You have an analyst. <laughs> well, t- I don't hear a lot of weaponry here. How are you getting to Mordor? Are, How are you going to make it through? We didn't say anything about what gear we get to bring. Dick Winter's like – Stormed bunkers and shot multiple Nazis in yeah, multiple but occasions. Best he made he it. had was a bazooka on his, uh, you know. And if he guys. could make it through those battles with like half baked nineteen forties weaponry, I have great faith in him. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. fine. You'll be dead in five minutes, but that's cool. Actually, you know who I'm going to go with? I'm going to go full teen girl here. I'm going to go with the character four from the Divergent series. Mm. Oh, bold! So hot, man! Just so hot. Smoking, he's smoking. Okay, wow! He's gonna go for smot hoking, hot smoking four. <laughs> you smoking? Boy, you're just for aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's there's my three. I don't remember hot. the second one. Oh, it's there a, we go. So we've got I'm we've got, we've got right a American soldier, we've got a French convict, and we've got a hot teenager. Okay. 
You know, we're, we're, good all, to go. we're all old, so we're not supposed to he's, say anything about hot teenagers. He's so. of legal age. Okay. That's all true. Right. <laughs> wow. What are we going to do with this? All right. <laughs> all right. I got my four. All right. My four are uh, Jazz Bashara from Artemis. Um, because she is very smart and a problem solver and um, very, very quippy. So I like okay, that. Jazz. That's quippy, right. And that's going to be made quippy. into a movie as well. I'm excited that's right. about that. Um, I did like it. Yeah. Andy Weir's novel. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good one. I would go with, uh, as my uh, reluctant badass, I would go with Atticus Kodiak from um, from that series of books by Greg Rekka. Okay. Because, what does Atticus do? So he started out as a um, personal security agent, um, so a bodyguard, and turned into um, basically a globetrotting assassin. I like globe-trotting assassins. I tell you, that makes me yes. happy. He got trained by one um, um, to be her bodyguard. Right. Hey, real quick, going back it's to... It's such a great name. Yeah, it's I like such that. such a great name. I do like it's that name. It's intimidating and asking for a fight. So, um, oh. and then there is the character who is uh, most frequently known... You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Books and podcasts are always best with a great cup of coffee. That's why we've partnered with Ligaris Roasters to create the Table of Malcontents blend. And guys, it's delicious. A smooth Brazilian roast that will make your heart happy. Head over to LigarisRoasters.com to order a bag or 12 today. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as always are Barnabas and Dave. Gentlemen, how's it going? It's not as always, though. Oh, I don't almost think that's as accurate. Always. Yeah. I was well, say, look. Sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's a sometimes. Sure. Our occasional co-hosts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So this is this is this is but which special. one of you is more occasional? That's that's what I want to know. Um I'm probably more occasional right now. That's true. You've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah you guys have done a handful sort more. Of, yeah, it sort of ebbed and flowed. Yeah, I I travel less than I used to, Mm -hmm. so I'm probably more available more often, and Dave has more obligations out of town. Yeah, Yeah, it's been like catching you and I. You're out of town or I'm out of town, and then, hey, we've got someone in town to interview like next week. Like that's a good example. Yeah. I'm pretty – I don't have a ton of travel. That's uh, true. the end of the year. That's true. I mean, of the three of us, I'm the one who has the most consistent travel. Yeah, that's very true. Which is really my own fault. So so. we're here. All right, man. It's going to be okay. But we're here. We're here. We're together. The TriCast is alive and well. That's right. And it is weird. <laughs> it's always weird. Every yeah. time you say TriCast, I, I feel know. uncomfortable. That's because it's weird. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> it's better than, well, it's better than, tri- is it better than Tripod? Because there is actually a podcast called that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that, that's even weirder than what's usually in Yeah, my exactly. Head, so. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, what are we doing today? Well, you, you have a uh, surprise. Well, right now I'm drinking some delicious table of malcontents blend from mm. Ligaris Roasters. So you should pick up like 37 bags of that today. Well, for the sake of fret, unless you're planning to give like 35 of them well, away. Of course you're going to do that. For freshness sake, it's better to order like two at a time because otherwise it loses some of that, that perfection as it sits in your cabinet. So That's fair. That's fair. So just a, just a thought. 
It's a good listeners. thought. It's a good thought. I ordered four the last time. We're on. We are just about to open the uh, the third bag, and I gave one away. So yeah. So yeah. If you yeah, it's if about you, that if time. you're giving it away, that, that works. It's a good gift. It is a great. I gift. have yet to give Lagar's Roasters coffee to somebody and to not have them appreciate it. Oh, yeah. So that's something. That's I need thought. to put my aura in, Hector. Do I have to email you? Do I have to text you, Hector? Hector's not listening to Hector, this. Hector, come yeah. on. <laughs> no, he's doing important things. <laughs> he's, he's, he's roasting He's roasting, roasting happiness right That's now. right. That's right. I like that. You know, roasting. that should really be his new tagline for, for Ligaris Roasters. <laughs> roasting happiness? Yes. There well, you go. We roast authors. So. <sighs> That's Hey-o. Hey, well done. Uh, speaking of roasting authors, um, guys, as you know, we all have a great affection for leadership books. And by affection for, I mean the exact opposite. (laughs) Affection for, I mean loathing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. If love means loathe, then we absolutely love leadership books. Let's just be honest. Yeah. So many of them, they may have some helpful helpful principles here and there, Hmm. but they work out to being about a brochure. Should have been a TED Talk. That's Absolutely. What we, that's what we refer to. Absolutely. So I decided. Sometimes it shouldn't have been a TED Talk. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it just shouldn't have been. Sometimes like, remained a thought. Like there are book, yeah, yeah. books yeah. that should have been blogs or TED Talks. TED Talks that should have been maybe a conversation. Conversations that should have been an idea. And ideas that should have just been flushed down the toilet. And some of these are just those. Well, that's great setup for what we're doing today because we're playing a game. Leadership, Leadership book, book or Captain Picard? I like where this is going. Ooh, this is fun. Right. Okay. So, right. basically, do we win anything? No, I'd like to sit up straighter yeah, for this right, one. That's right. So, what's, what's just basic on? rules. I'm going to read two quotes, and you have to tell me: was it from a leadership book, or was it Captain Picard from Star Trek: The Next Generation? Okay. One leadership quote, and then we that's respond. Right. Okay. okay. All right. You ready for this? Do we do we get bonus points if we name which leadership book it came from? What do we get out of this? I'll buy your coffee after this. After this. I'm feeling it. Let's do it. All right. All right. Okay. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, and do more, and become more, you are a leader. That's a leadership book. Yeah. Yeah. That is a leadership book. Yeah. That's That's too fluffy. That sounds... Mm. Yeah. That has no depth to it. I gave you a nice simple one. That's all. To start, all right. Well, this is, if this is like, if this is the structure of like, who wants to be a millionaire? You always start off with the the gimmies, and that's yeah. right. It's harder yeah. and harder. So. That's right. Okay. All right. That's right. A leader's effectiveness is in direct proportion to the degree of focus he applies to the most important of his duties. Picard, leadership book. It was Picard. Yes. <laughs> I just uh, I couldn't hear Patrick Stewart's voice no. saying those things. He is the king of memes too, right? So mm. his one meme, right? That's right. His one is yeah, like sort of the. Or, or it's that one. No, he's got the, he's got the, the cla- he's got the clap. He's he's um, also got the. I, I delivered it to you. You know, yes, I mean, he's got a, he's got on. a lot. There's yeah. there's a lot of really good. A lot the rubbing of really the good forehead stuff. like head and hand is yeah, my favorite. Just because yes. it applies to d- d- so everything. many things. Yes. everything. This entire podcast, yes. really. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Dave takes the lead. Right. What you do has far greater impact than what you say. Picard. Leadership book. And it's leadership book. Yes. It's Stephen Covey. That could have gone either way, though. I I, I hesitated. It's okay. I felt like I was going to go bold. Stephen Covey. Oh, that's a Covey, isn't it? All right. 
If one fails to listen to what another is saying, one will often fail to properly respond to what has been said. I'm going Picard on that one. I am too. That one's a Picard. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that line. The, right. I, it, it's fascinating to me that Picard speaks in like that that third person neutral. Yeah. Yes. If one does this and this and like, who's he lecturing? Him, uh, the, the the audience, the, the bridge, the audience, of course, the bridge Just of the, the bridge. Enterprise, yes. the bridge, absolutely. All right, oh, real quick, do you like uh, Kirk or Picard better? Um, I like them both for different reasons. They're very different captains. They're very different captains. Okay, they're very different. All right. So, all right, I have a qu- remind me to ask you a question about those. Okay, that, that series slash movies. Okay. when we're done with this. Game. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got one. I got. I've got uh, two more for us for this time. All right, for this time. All right. It takes twenty years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. Uh, that's, that's a leadership, leadership book. book. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Gave you a gimme. Which there one was that? That was Warren Buffett. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. A leader who seeks to distinguish himself at the expense of the innocent should first dig two graves. Indeed, wrongful destruction of another's reputation will soon become the death of one's own. I'm going to go with Picard based on grammatical structure alone. That's a Picard. In the future, don't alternate. I wasn't. You completely alternate. No, there was a couple of times I didn't. Maybe I just alternated my guesses. You did alternate your guesses. You know, it makes me happy that I I don't know leadership books well enough to peg all of those. Also makes me happy I don't know Star Trek well enough to peg all of those. Likewise. I feel like I'm in a healthy place. Yeah, you're in a good place. So we'll do this again. We'll do this again another time. Here's my question. So, uh... You brought up the Captain Kirk, Captain Picard thing. They have recently, over the last whatever five-ish years, remade or kind of relaunched the Star Trek series with Chris Pine as the new Captain Kirk. Yes. If they were going to do that Mm -hmm. with with replacing Captain Picard, which I realize is tough because Patrick Stewart has been the same age for about 35 years. He has. So replacing him him at this point is a bit unnecessary. Mm Mm-hmm. But if they were going to, who is an apt replacement for him? Because I think who Chris is, Pine who is English as well. Uh, an Englishman playing can, a Frenchman? Sure, why can, not? Right, who, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what always happens. Every Englishman plays everything else. And if you're American, you just assume <laughs> that everybody who's not American has an English accent. So yeah. correct. And everybody who's from another planet has an English accent. Also so, true. Um, we really believe in the colonial colonialization of the Brits as long as it's not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who plays the British Frenchman Jean-Luc Picard in the relaunch? So it's got to be someone who can pull off being bald. Yes. Um, oh, okay. That, that, uh, I mean, there's always handsome, but not like, but of, but of not like movie sort of star handsome, right? Like a a a suave intellectual sort of appeal, as opposed to like a like just sort of the raw masculinity of. Uh, Captain Kirk. Hmm. You know, it's funny. My I immediately went to Benedict Cumberbatch, and I started imagining him bald. I'm like, whoa, nope. that's gonna. Nope. Uh, that's not nope. Gonna, he has no chin. Yeah. So, oh, uh, uh, Tom Hardy. Well, Tom Hardy did actually play um, a young clone of him in a movie. It was a terrible movie. He. 
Tom Hardy's a strong movie. choice. <clears throat> Here's the thing about Tom Hardy though. Like he's he has a little bit more of like he's that very just beefy. Yeah, he's just like the palpable like that guy's a badass. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. He I mean he um, can play smart yeah. guys, but he he walks yeah, right. in here just like he's going to break someone's arm. Absolutely. Okay, hold on cuz you know all right. Idris Elba. <laughs> Let's just shake it up a little bit here, a little bit. Just he's well, he's he rumored be to be Bond, right? One of the, he would be you better know? as a it, replacement for Avery Brooks as Captain Cisco in one of the other shows. It, he Idris Elba as a as an actor would crush it. Oh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. And I don't he, know enough about Picard, by the so way. I'm throwing these okay. out here. Here's, 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 so here's, here's what's throwing me off as well is uh-huh. that uh, who's was it James McAvoy who played Doctor X mm-hmm. in all of the. Yes. So I'm, I'm being thrown James off a little Bond. bit by that. So, he, I mean, I was going to throw him out as, well, if you wanted to play it safe, you could always go with yeah. James McAvoy. But I don't think he has who's, the gravitas to pull it off. Who's the actor who played Beast in those? The blue guy, Glass... Nicholas uh, Holt. I think uh, he would be a great, potentially, Captain Picard. He could. He could. Yeah. I don't know if he's British. He, he is. is. He is. Because he, yeah. he plays an he American in those. He also played Tolkien. He did. Yeah. That's right. In the, which uh, I didn't see because which, I was really afraid that it would suck. And yeah. from the reviews, it apparently really sucked. Oh, that's a shame. What about Rafe Fine? Ralph? Ralph. Ralph? It's Rafe. It's Rafe. That's how you pronounce it. Check it. Check it. What, do we, I don't know if we're talking about the same person. Rafe Fine. The, it's not Ralph Fines. It's Rafe Fine. That's how you say it. It's, not, it's definitely Rafe. <sighs> he could He Hold could do on. it. Ralph Nathaniel Twistleton Wickham Fines is an English actor from. All right, was there? He could pull it off. You think so? He he's could pull too it off. Creepy. He, he's he, well. He plays. Well, you know, if he think wasn't, about if him he wasn't like, creepy, uh, he could pull it off. Yeah. He. I mean. It. Okay. So the, yeah, if he shaved his if he shaved his head and facial hair, he would he would have the look and like the gravitas. But he always plays scary people. True. Or um, even when he plays nice people, you're like, yeah, but don't let him near an elementary yeah. school. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. How do you pronounce this guy's name now? I'm. I know you have to. All right. Uh, all right. Hold on. I don't. I don't disbelieve. Oh, actually, here's a picture of him with a nearly shaved head, and he on IMDb. He looks strikingly like mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart. This is what I'm saying. Rafe, it's fines. Sorry, it does go by fines. Sorry, I thought it was fine. I thought the I was pretty was sure fine. the fines Rafe, was right. Rafe fines. It's fine. There you um, go. All right. Well, that, we yeah. don't need to go on and on. I about think that, that was it just uh, yeah. It it just dawned on me because you brought up both, and I was like, well, Chris Pine's done a pretty adequate job of he had. Well, I mean, because except he, he's Chris Pine. Well, but I mean, here's the thing: Chris Pine isn't trying to play William Shatner because William Shatner can only be William Shatner, right? Um, and William Shatner, it play, kind of he plays it, William he, Shatner, he plays himself, which then which yeah. is created Captain Kirk. Right. But what? So the way, reason that that Pine sells it is because he's just embraced its embraced cocky swagger, and that's him. Yes. From every movie that he's in, it's like. Charisma and swagger all day long. But. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, we came up with some options. We came up some, with some options. We're going to do another round of this on a future episode. Yes. Um, and it'll be fun. We'll like shake it re- up a I little I like more. the remaking movie projections. It's always fun to think about that. Absolutely. So I did see it's uh, Princess Bride is not going to happen as a remake. Praise, Praise baby Jesus. the yeah. Lord. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that's that would have been a did, news this week. Did you see the, such revolt? Did you when see they the, were talking the, about it? The very perfect Carrie Elwes tweet about it, it was <laughs> amazing. What did he say? Yeah, read it. Yeah, so tweet, there was yeah. there was the headline that yeah. just said, you know, rumors out there that prominent Hollywood director is going to remake Princess Bride. He retweeted and said, "There are a shortage of perfect movies in the world. It would be a pity to damage this one." It was, and it was a play on one of his best lines in yes. the movie. Which is so. also directly pulled from the book. Absolutely. So, yeah. Just yes. to, to just a it just goes to show that it doesn't need to be remade because yeah. everybody yes. like I think it got retweeted like a hundred thousand times or something. Something I mean, like that. Everybody who saw it was like there's a shortage of perfect tweets it's been, too. It's been retweeted hundred and thirty two thousand times. Yeah. Brilliant. <sighs> Brilliant. Wow, That's I love it. Crazy. Okay, I That's love it. Fun. Okay, all right. So, so we are doing Goodreads questions we to follow are. up with that, which is good. That's so. good. So I got to ask you questions. Now you guys get to ask. Absolutely. All right. This is all one right, that hit me when I was big surprise walking the dog, and I think I, that's why I tweeted it on the run. But it was, and we got some good response. So uh, the listeners have have answered a lot of them, have, but uh, we haven't. So because mm. I really wasn't sure, I didn't know my own people. Yeah. So here's the question. All right. So if you have your own fellowship of the ring, sure. You got three people, three characters you love. Stick with books, but I'm okay with movies. Um, we'll try to stick with books because yeah, book, it's a books podcast are, about books. Absolutely. And so, making fun of you. But that's – thank you. Um, well, I'm going to violate this already. So anyway, I already have like someone in my head who's definitely a movie character. So but we're going to roll with that. That's Maybe fine. there was a book. It's kind of like Die Hard. We didn't know it was a book until you told us. Okay. So there you go. All right. So who do you got? Who are your three people? Wait, what is – what is the objective? Are we trying to destroy the you're, ring? You're yeah, trying to destroy the ring. But you okay. only get three okay. just to keep it simple. Right. We don't right. need. A, yeah, a fellowship of do, the nine. Yeah, would be, mm-hmm. can't do that. I don't even. I can't remember nine characters' right. names. Three. All right, uh, that's a good one. Aaron, do you have three? I'm Riddle. still thinking about it. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you want me to lead? Yes. Yes. All right. I do. So all right. Yeah. Asked um, and answered. All right. Uh, so I kept thinking. I want some variety here, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, and so I'm going to start with. You know, it's funny. Everyone's responses were very amusing. So go back to Twitter, check out Malcontents because you get a lot of people who shared some pe- some characters. I had no idea who were, so I didn't mm-hmm. know whether to compliment you or not. But I thought it was fun. But others thought it was fun. So here's who I got. Um, I got Clark from the Tom Nan- uh, Tom Clancy novels, who's like he. So in the movie, uh, in the movies for Jack Ryan, he would be. Clear and present danger. He's Willem Dafoe's character mm. in the. Uh, uh, no, he's great. He's like the specialist killer, but he has his own set of stories as well. Yeah, and he's like the master of weaponry and everything else. So the point is, he knows how to use the tools. There you go. Quick time out. Are we allowed to pick characters from nonfiction books? Sure, sure. Okay, D- anything cool. goes. Just check. Just check. Anything goes. Right. I mean. I didn't want to get like shouted down for a rule I didn't know existed. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm leaving this. That's okay. done. I'm leaving right, open ended. Cool. So I'll just start with one. But if you if you want to, do you want to go now or do you want to finish? Yeah, finish. I'll up. finish. All right. Yeah, keep going. I'm gonna throw. In, I'm gonna put eleven from Stranger Things. All right. I'm, I feel like she's got powers. Uh huh. And uh, they can be used wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking like you can't choose anyone from Lord of the Rings. So I thought who's someone who's kind of like it who we could use those skills. 
but okay. isn't actually from that time uh, or uh, place, whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then I'm going to mix it up a little bit here. I'm going to go with 1980s Schwarzenegger playing Commando. <laughs> That's Because it's the most ridiculous. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. I remember I mean, that movie. Have, have you, Barnabas? It's the best. It's like watching Predator. It's the same theme. But imagine him. Every 80s movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger was the same dang movie. Commando is so funny because, like, there are scenes where, like, he'll be storming a house trying to rescue his daughter. And there's 20, like, enemy uh, soldiers shooting at him. All of them shooting at him. Mm-hmm. He nails everyone up. They miss him completely. He doesn't have a scratch on himself. A bad guy school time. of shooting. Oh, it's Here so fun. It's, it's the joy from my childhood. I know there's others. I really didn't think too deeply about this, but I, I thought uh, I was going with weaponry and special powers. So there you go. That's who I got. All right. Uh, all right, what you I, got? All right, I've got uh, – I'm going to go with uh, Dick Winters. Okay. Uh, yeah. Band of Brothers. Is he going to be your leader? I think you would probably just gravitate that just way. Gravitate I think I would, would instinctively follow. So <laughs> Okay, that's good. Um, I'm going to go with, what is the guy's name? It's um, it's from the book Papillon, which is also Papillon. nonfiction. But it's about a uh, Henri Cherrier is his name. He is a Frenchman who was imprisoned in uh, the Caribbean. On, and escaped like four times, like escaped from four different prisons until he was able to set up life like in Panama. And so, but the thing that he did is he always took fellow prisoners with him and saw them to safety as much as it was up to him. So like the, it's the whole book is as much about like friendship and loyalty mm-hmm. as it is his escape. Cause he's not like a psychopath. He was falsely accused. Okay. And uh, so what, what time frame is this? Uh, like late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. So it was when there was still sort of a French colonialization of parts of like fr- uh, parts of the the tropics and Caribbean. Um, mm-hmm. So let's see, it'd be those two, and man, I, th- who, I need somebody fun, somebody who's going to keep things lighthearted. So um, is mm-hmm. this going to be like? Uh, uh, so you need, what do you want, like Kevin Hart with you? No, that type of you don't not side not not. No, but every, so here's the thing. I'm thinking about all the people who are like, get the job done. And most of them Mm -hmm. are, are like emotionally damaged people who are bad at conversation. And like, they did, you know, so you get like Walt Longmire Mm -hmm. or Gabriel Elon or these different like seminal, you know, Harry Bosch. And you're like, those, no. Yeah, but what if you. I don't want to go, I don't want to go spend like nine months with those guys trying to burn But what if you're the comedy, uh, the comic relief in this group? But the problem is I then have. well, the first two I mentioned are both fairly human people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Very Man. human people. That's right. <laughs> As opposed that's right. to. That's true. Because what's funny is we have not, uh, I've not heard any like, I mean, 11's been as wild as it's gotten so far. So you've got some crazy ones, I know. <laughs> Like you're gonna be, you know, the pressure you're gonna be like, like, you're gonna be like flying around on a magic I mean, dog and yeah, the never-ending story or something. I could what pick, are you gonna be doing? I could pick like, I know Black Panther, Spider-Man, or whatever. But I feel like that's cheating. Like I'm, you know, that, that yeah, that feels yeah, that feels lame to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> feels lame to me. <laughs> I mean, I guess hey. we're gonna look at that way. Sure, okay. 
All right, let's see. Uh, I'll Keep go. going. So the Jack Ryan's a possibility. He came uh-huh. up earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, um, he gets pushed around a lot, though. That's why I started with Jack Ryan, and then I went to Clark. I'm like, well, Clark's right. the one who gets it done. So, mm-hmm. But Jack right. is sort of like the – he's the analyst guy. Like he's sort of he, – he, he discovers okay. the ways to get things I, done. So you got a leader. You have an analyst. <laughs> Well, I don't hear a lot of weaponry here. How are you getting to Mordor? Are, How are you going to make it through? We didn't say anything about what gear we get to bring. Dick Winters like stormed bunkers and shot multiple Nazis in yeah, multiple but occasions. Best he made he it. had was a bazooka on his, uh, you know. And his, if he uh, could make it through those battles with like half baked nineteen forties weaponry, I have great faith in him. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> All right, yeah. fine. You'll be dead in five minutes, but that's cool. Actually, Whatever. you know who I'm going to go with? I'm going to go full teen girl here. I'm going to go with the character four from the Divergent series. Mm. Oh, bold. So hot, man. Just so hot. Smoking. He's smoking. Okay. Wow. He's going to go for smart hoking. Hot smoking four. <laughs> you smoking. Boy, you're just for clutch, smoking. aren't you? Whoa. All right, there's there's my three. I don't remember hot, the second one. Oh, there hot, we go. So we've got I'm we've, got, we've got an American right soldier, we've got a French this, convict, yes. and we've got a hot teenager. Okay, you know we're, we're good all to go. we're all old, so we're not supposed to he's, say anything about hot teenagers. He's so. of legal age. Okay, that's all right. true. <laughs> wow, what are we gonna do with this? All right, <laughs> all right. I got my four. All right, my four are uh, Jazz Bashara from Artemis. Um, because she is very smart and a problem solver and um, very, very quippy. So I like okay. that. Yeah, that's quippy, and that's going to be made quippy. into a movie as well. I'm excited that's about right. that. Um, I did like it. Yeah. Andy Weir's novel. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a good one. I would go with, uh, as my uh, reluctant bass, I would go with Atticus Kodiak from um, – from that series of books by Greg Rekka. Okay. Because, what does Atticus do? So he started out as a um, personal security agent, um, so a bodyguard, and turned into um, basically a globetrotting assassin. I like globetrotting assassins. I tell you, that makes me yes. happy. He got trained by one um, um. to be her Bodyguard. Right. Hey, real quick, going back it's to... It's such a great name. Yeah, it's I like such that. such a great name. I do like it's that It's intimidating name. and asking for a fight. So, um, mm-hmm. and then there is the character who is uh, most frequently known as um, as Harmless in The Luck Uglies, who is the leader of said band of rogues, who is um, also uh, quite the quite the bad You know what? I'm revising okay. my answer. Okay. What do you got? Four is gone. I want Aww. the I want the father from the road. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Although, okay, all right, all right. He, he he delivers the important message to his son. I'm like, he he survives he the worst thing. Yeah, like the whole book is the worst thing, and he survives. Yeah, I want I want him on my team. Fair enough. So. Yeah. I now have Dick Winters, I have the French convict, and I have the father from the road who doesn't have a name. I don't think. I think he's. I don't think he does. The father. The father. As far as I know, it is. Yeah. I'll tell you who I who I wouldn't want on my team. Johnny Lawrence. I don't know who that is. From Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. I think he's misunderstood. (laughs) Have you seen that video? 
Yes. Oh, yes. Excuse me. Don't you have you guys seen it when you he's post the, this? He's, Daniel LaRusso is the real is, uh, is, is the, the real, real villain of the real big Karate Kid, <laughs> and it re-edits the movie to show him as the antagonist. It's <laughs> to so be good. fair, he's the most annoying character. He well, is. Sure. Oh, he absolutely is. Now, yeah. now, I will say, I will say, the Cobra Kai show is a lot of fun on uh, on YouTube. I have. Is it? Is yeah. it stupid funny? Or no, is it's, it, it's 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 like a continuation. More like, it's actually more it's twenty dra- years later, thirty it's years later, like thirty five yeah. years later. It's more dramedy than it is comedy. Like so, they oversold it as a com- as being a sitcom. I thought basically. it was a joke. I mean, I really did. No, it's, and then, it's what's legit. our next question? I don't yeah. care about right. Cobra Kai or Karate Kid. All right, we're gonna go. This is gonna movie. be yes and That's no. Fine. Uh, mailbox, the libraries, or what do you call those? What? Yes or no? You know the libraries in the street. The uh, oh, like the old, the old yeah. what do you call neighborhoods? Neighborhoods. I love yes. library. Yes. Yes. I I I like them. Like they're very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. They're like Instagram opportunities. I have no idea if people actually use them. Mm-hmm. So it was so funny. My mom. They do. Out, but you would love my mom in the sense that she went off in a complete rant on the one day. And she's one who reads 150 books a year, book club, book galore, you know. And she's like, I just think this is the most pompous things in the world. No one actually <laughs> reads those books. She was like, well, mom, wow, that's kind of glass half empty there for you. No, I mean, yeah. the principle of them, sure. I'm a yes, but yes. I also feel I love, like, I do love they the really? idea of sharing yeah. books. It's similar to like going into a coffee shop that has like a bookshelf. Yeah. I'm always like, what? I like this, but also, what is this for? Yeah. It's how many people sit down and they're like, yeah. hmm, a random assortment of like, yeah psychology books and yeah. romance novels and weird religiosity and oh there we go an atlas yeah. i'm gonna yes. read that yes well i will say i've been to a couple places where, that do have them um there's a park here in uh there's a park near where i live that um that has one there and like books rotate out of there pretty frequently mm-hmm. yeah so people seem to like it I mean, I I like the idea a lot. I like the book sharing idea. I like putting, like, making books easy for people to just sort of on a whim pick up is great. Yeah, I, I don't. I think, yeah, I I don't know how like effective yeah. they are, but it wouldn't work on my street because I'm on a very busy street, so someone would die getting a book. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I know. Yep. I mean, literally, the UPS driver ran over my mailbox uh, a couple years ago, which was kind of funny to watch and see him try and put it back together. But whatever. That's kind right, of let's amazing. Go to, let's go to next question All right. here. All right, Aaron, this one came from you, actually. Yes. Well, um, and actually, it came from one of our listeners. Oh, it's a listener one. It oh. is a listener one. Right. It is uh, Jordan Henriksen. Okay. All right. Here's the question. Jordan Henriksen. Here we go. How can you grow from reading brain candy slash fluff books to reading more difficult and substantial books? Let me revise the question. How mm. do you balance your diet of those two things? Because you do not progress from I, one to the other. I That's, absolutely agree. And if you do progress from one to the other, you become progressively more boring. Well, then you become Gladwell. No, think about it. Like you're like just I trying said, to impress more, people. More you, become, yeah. you become an average seminarian. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Or yeah. academic of any kind. Who posts their summer beach reading list? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a, that was one thing I really enjoyed, by the way, about being at a seminary uh, this past week was challenging people to read real, read like fun books and not just read their. See, they need one of those little tomes. like free libraries that's all just jam packed full of fun stuff. Yes. Like they do. Here's some comic books. Here's some novels. Here's some, you know, whatever. So yep. I think. His question is based in a good place, which is yeah. if you have had a steady diet of like 
light, relatively mindless reading, how do you expand your horizons? Which I think is yeah, yeah. I I mean I don't I there's no way to do it except to do it. Yeah, you you just suck at a read, you know, because it, it's kind of like us also revisiting a lot of books that we. Uh, read as a kid, didn't like then, or passed over, whatever. Now you're going back to him because, well, I mean, the respective book. They're good books for a mm-hmm. reason, and they're taught for a reason. Not all of them are good. We've talked about that. But but then it's like, you know, I need candy. It's the same thing as watching a fun show on Netflix. You know, yeah. it's just part of – I mean, watching The Office is wonderful candy. Yes. You know, and, and, and then watching a 10-part miniseries that's intense – they're both wonderful. Yes. But like you need a break from something. It's kind of like we need to laugh. Yeah. You know, you need to uh, <laughs> you need to have something fun. So it's like, but you know what? This is the equivalent of re- of uh, listening to an audiobook of a uh, of a uh, I don't know, like the the Steve Martin one or the Eric mm-hmm. Idle one. Like to me, like I listen to those, like it was fun. I'm, it's not like I'm gleaning something, but like I really enjoyed myself. Well, there's. What? I think. I think we. Glean- I didn't. I didn't enjoy myself the way you guys enjoy coffee, but <laughs> I. You didn't love yourself properly. I did not love myself appropriately. Properly. Thank you. Um, I <laughs> properly. There's a big difference. In the I way think that's- we. I think we. Yep. So, pr- a couple. A couple thoughts. First, practically speaking, if you like, if you don't know where to start, do, it's just you know it's like starting at the gym or whatever. You you want to start in a way that is not going to kill you and is sustainable. So, for example, if you've read um, the Chronicles of Narnia, moving to some of Lewis's essays is a really good way to move from your lighter fiction fare to something more thoughtful. And it's it kind of stays in the family. Like I'm familiar with I'm familiar with this author. I already know I like and trust him, so I'm going to go that way. Um, and and so like or, or authors who have influenced the authors you like. So if you find out that they they really like reading, I agree. you know, they, they, they have been influenced by another heavier author. You jump, jump yeah. that way. So you kind of go concentric circles. Yeah. The other thing is I think we – yeah, to kind of what, to what you were saying earlier, Dave. There's We need to not sell ourselves short on the positives of reading lighter books. Um there's there's there an example of some that, that like fit in that category well, I mean, like, for lighter. So even the things you were talking about, like the Steve Martin or the Eric Idle or whatever, like yeah. listening or reading books like that, it's you're not reading them to learn. Mm-hmm. You are reading them because it does engage your mind. It is uh, listening to somebody write or read something witty. Like it, it gets yeah. things firing in your brain that otherwise wouldn't. You become a more engaging person. You you understand different things. The cumulative effect of having read about a bunch of different things across, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, because novels set in different places about different cultures, whatever. Like you just pick stuff up. My kids will ask me regularly, like, how do you know that stuff? You know, mm-hmm. just bits of trivia about a country in Asia or something. And I'm like, I'm, I read it in a book somewhere at some point in my life. Yeah. And so, yeah. and most of the books that I've read are not thoughtful. I probably have like a one to three. So out of every four books, one of them would be considered dense. Mm-hmm. Three mm-hmm. of them would be considered like yeah. lighter fare. Yeah, you just can't. You're worn out after books like yeah. those anyways that are too dense. Um, if you go back to back to back, there's a diminishing returns on it as well. I mean, think about when you were in school. 
Mm-hmm. And all, everything you read for four years in college or three or four years of seminary, whatever, was assigned books. You're, yeah. you're reading in a purely functional way. You're not reading for enjoyment. Yeah. You're not engaging the prose. You're not looking at it and going, man, what a turn of phrase. You're just like, what does the professor want me to know? And I'm going to utilitarian my way through this thing. Right. And so, that's not a good way to read anything. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a, it is a necessary way to survive. But it's not it, – it really is a bastardization of reading as a thing. And so that that's what happens when we have an overdose of heavy books though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to keep moving. All right. Uh, is there a book that you did not want to end that you can think of? You're like, man, I just – like in, in other words, it's not part of some series. So that doesn't count. It's more like, gosh, it's so good. I did not want their adventure to live. And I thought of this actually. I didn't see this one. I just thought about it. I, this tender land, I, I mm-hmm. felt that way about yeah. it. I thought like, gosh, I want to know more about what happens in their well, lives. I want to know. I, I Yeah. I'll go ahead, Aaron. And I know it's a definitive end to that book. I know I right. won't get those answers, and that's okay. I, I don't think I've had that experience. Like, really? I generally find myself – like, I mean, the 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 closest I get are, like, this didn't really have a – this didn't have a good ending. Like, not in terms – like, in terms of – You just wanted it to end differently. Well, yeah. It was like this just wasn't cra- – this didn't have a satisfying conclusion, even if it's an ambiguous conclusion. Right. An ambiguous conclusion can still be a really great one because it's still – because it resolves the, resolves the tension in the book. To some degree, or if it's part of a series, then it obviously is setting up whatever's coming next. Um, but if it's just like, and the end just happens, that's when it's it's really unsatisfying for right. me. <clears throat> I think for me, it's usually when it's less about the story and more about the characters. Mm-hmm. So yes. you find you find certain books you're like, I would like to have more time with these characters. Yeah. So I mean, all the authors we rave about most on here. Yeah. T- tend to write that. So it's yeah. the same yeah. when I read The Brothers K by David James Duncan, yeah. um, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, all of Leif Anger's books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, Lonesome Dove was yeah. the same way. Like you just – you get some of these books and you're like, yeah. I I have loved the the journey through these pages with these characters so much I would like to have yeah. more of them. And so it's – it's much less about the conclusion of the story and much more about the attachment to a character. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I yeah. mean, there's there's even a sense of that in like Lord of the Rings, which is saying something because that is a long book, but you get to the end and you're like, I would like to spend more time in Middle Earth. I would like to know what else happens in Middle Earth to yes. a degree. Kind of the yeah. the the extension of the lives of these yeah. characters, mm-hmm. what happens next kind of thing. I agree. I think that's what's great. Yeah. You know, one thing I love about science fiction, um, any sort of s- space fiction yeah. that goes with it, like is since there's so much of an unknown out there, you want to go with those characters to the unknown. And that's what's so entertaining. You love the yeah. character. You're bought into that process. Yeah. And then it's just, well, what else can happen with them? And so yeah. that's why a Star Trek survives. That's why a Star Wars, for better words, continues on because you love those characters. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's good. There we go. Anything else? That's no. good. All right. How about one more? Sure. One more. All one right. More. Oh. I know. This is kind of the last one. All right. Well, I'll give you a few. We can choose which ones we want to do. Um, what are the books you have on hold of the library right now? 
I don't have any on hold of the library. You don't need right a library now. No? Okay, no. well, that no, not right now. Sucks right there. So yeah, I actually don't check out books from the library. I just no. check out audio books from the library. We've never talked about this one. Yeah. I don't think so. Do you? Are you okay with dog earing your book? No, I'm not at all. Not have you? I want to. I feel like it's. I, I feel like it's I book write, abuse. I write in them. I don't. It's dog book ear abuse. Them. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. fight. I want to fight people yeah. who dog ear a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I'm with now. you. I know someone gave me a book one time that they had. I'm like, I just, hey, what'd you do? Why? 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 God. No, I, I want. I want every book I read to be blank and un like un unmarked because I want to do my own writing in it, mm-hmm. and I don't like dog earing a page. Is yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like selling somebody a car with a big dent in the door. Mm. Yeah. What are you even doing? Well, people who get my used books will really hate me if they're if they feel that way. But really. Yeah, well, I think well, some people. I think specifically some people like, with my notes in them. I think like with textbooks, it was a little bit different. I always found the underlining in textbooks helpful because it was like, oh, I'm just going to skip to the parts that were already underlined. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it was uh, had been used in the same class by the same professor, because then it's like, oh, that person mm-hmm. knows a thing I don't know. Yeah. But no, if anything else, I'm like, no, give me a blank, <laughs> yeah, a blank yeah. page, and I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. mark it up myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's good. Here's a question to ponder, even though let's not answer it now, because uh, I really can't come anything in. Is there a book that you love that nobody else does? I really, I couldn't come up with anything. When I first looked at it, like, oh, you know. are the only person in the world. Well, I know, you know, you're what I mean? very, it's more you're like a special snowflake enneagram four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That is very true. That's why I'm like, no, I, I think part of why we do this too is like we love talking about books we love. And the reality is there are people out there we believe would also enjoy right. it. So why would I want something well, just to also, myself? The most we might get is yeah. we're the only ones in this room who would enjoy it. Right. So and and we we repeatedly yeah, kind of we repeatedly have the yeah. experience of yeah. discovering books because somebody else loves them. Yes. One of right. you guys recommended us. You, you've That's recommended right. books yeah. the last couple of yes. episodes. We've done this before. All of us have enjoyed a book that we've discovered through. Like that's a, yeah. So if you're the first one to enjoy it, that just means you have an opportunity to bring others into it. But yeah. if you're the only one who likes a book, I mean, that's impossible. That's, yes. that's, a, that's simply impossible. It wouldn't impossible. be published if it just be, someone else didn't like it. The only answer to that is I don't have any friends. Yeah. Which yeah. means or I'm I write only... my own books and don't read anything else. Yes, that's true. I write terrible books that I really like. That's the other option. <laughs> yeah, that's and a, no that's one another, gets to see them but me. That's another problem right there. I yeah. self-publish my terrible books. So good. Yes, I've sold no copies on Amazon. <laughs> so good. All right. All, All right. right. Let's do uh, Sucker Punch. Ooh. We have a Sucker Punch on this been a little while since uh we yeah. sucker punched someone usually we've honored someone else our guest yes or, we've been doing that a lot uh, or something lately. or it was self-evident like a malcolm gladwell last that's episode. certainly true um yeah i know <laughs> uh, um right now okay i got i think i got someone right now um got? he has only shown up a couple of times in so far in this particular book um it is in uh the cuckoo's calling by oh, okay. uh the, the first book in the Corman Strike series. Galbraith. But there is a there is a character whose name is uh, Evan Duffield, who is um, this douchey, um, drug addicted. Um, is he a musician or an actor? I can't even. He's basically he's he's he was most famous really for being the boyfriend of 
the um, of the character who dies at the beginning of the book and yeah. sets up the story. He's worthy of a punch. I don't recall. I don't recall a ton else about him. There are more characters in that series who you will learn to hate over oh, time. Oh, absolutely. Though. Absolutely. I mean, I already don't like Robin's uh, fiance, Matthew. He, but he got sucker punched on an earlier episode of this. Oh, did he? That's yeah, true. Yeah, because I was that's on true. like book number three or four of that series and brought him up because he only, yes, get, right. he only gets to be more of an unlikable character as time oh, goes good. on. So, oh, good. Oh, good. I mean, we can repunch him if he. Sure. He, I mean, basically, he shows his face again. Let's just I hit mean, it again. I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna go with Evan for <laughs> now be down, because he goes around in public with a wolf mask to avoid the paparazzi. But I mean, who doesn't? Really? <laughs> who among us has not done that to avoid the paparazzi? Dave, Dave wears all the time. He wears especially when he's at Dave those Christian book wolf, conferences. He, Dave, he wears a full wolf pelt. <laughs> just draped over his shoulders <laughs> and a loincloth. So Dave is the one who wears a cape on our it's, show. Yeah, That's it's very, right. It's a, it's, it's it, when like I'm not Celtic just bar. wearing my towel in the hot box, it's just a cape. Just a cape. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I just don't see a problem with the wolf mask. It seems fairly subdued. Yeah, to go with the yeah general. All right. I tell you, this hey. is why I'm I'm looking forward to fall because I have a pelt and it you know it keeps me warm. I'm overheating in this hot it box. It is going to be 93 and humid today, uh, so Nashville can can get sucker punched as it's well. It's October. It's bad, man. Almost. <laughs> I think it's October when this yeah, this it'll comes be out. October it'll be October when the October. show is. Hopefully it'll cool off by then. Oh, well. All right. All right, what are we reading? What do we got? Well, we're all reading um, one particular book in advance oh. of, a, of a great discussion that we're going to have. Um, but that's all we're going to say about that. Um, yeah, I guess we're reading it. Fine. <laughs> Nothing like three men discussing a book by a toxic man about fighting wars and being a toxic man. Well, you know. Let's do it. <laughs> bad, right. What a bad cover. I, am right. I will go first because yeah. you guys go. are hemming and hawing. I just finished a book called Thoughts for Young Men mm-hmm. by J.C. Ryle. Excellent book. Which, yeah, it was fantastic. Um what so there's a lot of great things about it, but one of the things that I appreciated most was Ryle was a pastor like eighteen late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, I think. Um and but this book is about seventy pages long. And he writes in such a way as to actually keep in mind that he is writing for younger men, meaning mm-hmm. I'm not going to endlessly bloviate about a point. He said, I'm gonna make a point, I'm gonna write two paragraphs on it, and I'm gonna hit really hard. It's not aggressive, but it's just super clear. It's like this would yes. be a priority for you, and if it's not, this is how your relationship That's with it. the Lord is broken. This is how you are in sin. This is what repentance looks like. This is what you know. And so it's just it's really profoundly rich theologically, and he aims it at young men, but pretty much every principle there is just if you want to grow in your relationship with Christ, you can read this book. There's yeah. very little that's specific to young men. He's just a, He just saw in his context young men as a drift and wanted to address them. But it could really just be Christians who feel a drift would benefit from the book. So mm-hmm. Thoughts for Young Men, J.C. Ryle. It's 70, 80 pages, really good book. Nice. Dave? So two books – both involving dogs. Yes, I'm trying to make up for for things, but no. Uh, so uh, I'm 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 on the Steinbeck quest now since I've read a handful, but I'd ne- I've never read East of Eden, so that's gonna be next sometime this fall. I will read it. I was at so when I was texting you guys and I was in at Harvard, I went to the bookstore. You would love. It was great. It was used in new store. It okay. was great. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, they had no East of Edens, but I picked up Grapes of Wrath since I didn't have a copy. I read it back in high school, but yeah. it's, it's worth the reread. I don't remember much about it, I, and I, I, I never saw the movie either. East of Eden had a much more significant effect on me than Grapes of Wrath, but that might yeah. be because I read it first. Okay. But right. Well, I want to yeah. read them both kind of yeah. in, a, in a zone yeah. together. So, but no, I read Travels with Charlie, uh, or listened to it actually, and uh, Gary Sinise read it. So it was oh, very, yeah. very Americana. Yeah, you had a different version. I had one with yeah. like a an old like gravel voiced American yeah. narrator, well, which which was the, a great effect. But it yeah, yeah, it'd be but different. but it's I, I've noticed they've re released all of his books, mm-hmm. and Gary Sinise has done a bunch of the audiobooks. I think I don't um, know that I could listen to a whole book with Gary Sinise reading. He's he got was that okay. real nasally voice. He's a little nasally, but it's like I said, it's very Americana, so it fits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was good. But uh, so I read that, and then like two books before it, I read Lessons from Lucy, which is Dave Barry's story with his dog and Dave Murray very funny of course great columnist but also um, here's the theme you know anytime like you read like you know dog is your companion like you certainly see the world a little bit differently when you when you approach kind of the world in friendship because that's the whole mm-hmm. point of a dog you know I, I, I it always makes me think of um, uh, you remember Mickey Rourke O'Rourke yeah. O'Rourke Mickey Rourke you know he was like big actor in the 80s and then he got really into drugs right yeah. mm-hmm. and then he had a really big comeback the wrestler mm-hmm. you yep. remember and he was nominated for academy award i think uh but i remember he won the golden globe that year and i remember him in his acceptance speech it always stands out because it's totally different than what someone normally would do and he gets up there and he goes off like thanking his dog in that huge dark period of his life who always stuck with him right who was always there you know that yep. type of thing and it seems funny and the, and the irony is like he's this big like built dude now since he, yeah. he did the wrestler but it's like this little dog too but it's just the fact like the dog loved me no matter what state i was in and uh and dave Mer- barry you know think about his story it certainly is like him just talking about lover's dog it's actually not that interesting but it's more <laughs> like it but it but it gets to the point where when your dog is there for you most, it's when his daughter uh, all of a sudden, like it's the very end of the book, uh, clearly he's writing the book and then this situation happens. Yeah. His his daughter in real life who's going off to college, within three days of going to, to college, she loses um, feeling in her legs. She's paralyzed. It's mm-hmm. a real strange condition. Wow. So there's like a month or two months of uncertainty of like your life. And he talks about going back and forth to the hospital and the dog and and – but it, it, it only works because of the lead up. And that was what made it a better book, I thought. The fact that <laughs> sorry his daughter had to go through his daughter can walk and is fine now. But yeah. it was just uh I don't know. It was something about a dog. So yeah. whereas my dog's driving me crazy right now. So I get that. I get that. There you go. All right. All right. What do you got? Um well I mean I'm still working through um the the cuckoo's calling. Um yeah. you know, by the time this episode airs, I'm gonna be long done it. But um, but that's uh, that's the big thing that I'm working on right now, and then I am I might start Anathem by Neil Stevenson, which uh, is very very large, um, and Stevenson is a very unusual, um, more science fictiony type writer. So so he writes good stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically, there's a uh, there's a book that uh, one of his books that. Um, does what Ready Player One was trying to do significantly better? Um, really, really, really significantly and better, earlier. not just better and earlier. So, um, so yeah, so yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's what I'm working on, um, and then uh, we'll go from there. 
Okay. See what I read next. Right. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So, guys, this was fun. Glad we got to, got to hang out once more. And uh, listeners, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, do leave your five-star rating and review. We do not care how sincere it is. Um, but, <laughs> or shameless. Uh, or shameless. Just yeah. tell or, us the story. weird. But there is yeah. actually a, a request. story that has nothing to do okay. with all right. the Be- podcast. Before we go, though, there is a request that came in from one of our listeners which was we talk about the used bookstores that we go to a lot. Specifically, we talk about McKay's a great deal. Yes. Um, but um, what I would like to know is I would like our listeners to share with us on Twitter about their favorite used bookstores in their communities um, and so that we can maybe give a shout out to some of those. That's or, a great or idea. A used or independent stores? Yes, used or out. independent okay. stores. I like yeah, because what's the, uh, we, uh, Parnassus. Parnassus, we Parnassus about that's often. the other one we talk about. In quick thing on Parnassus, you see Amazon uh, is moving uh, across the street. Of course they are. I mean... Shameless. shameless, shameless, shameless. Yeah. But you know what? I'll go to I'll go to the Parnassus let's, store. Let's go, go visit your local indi- independent store as That's well. That's right. And, That's right. Uh, and your version so. of McKay's. That's McKay. right. So, listeners, uh, share with share with us on Twitter at Malcontents Pod your favorite used or independent bookstore or both um, in your community. Tell us why you why you love them. We want to give them a shout out because they're awesome. Um, so uh, that's all we got for you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. This is an Area Code podcast.